Welcome back, everybody, to There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com, where we play D&D, and we do it live for a few folks, and then uh, the rest of you get it at home. Glad to have you back, and we hope you're all sipping on a nice, warm winter tea from phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD, where you can get amazing teas based on our campaigns. That's at phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. And now, I pass the mic to Kristen, who will catch us up on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, disguised doors were sought out to no avail, and the warden, a crazy coot with curious cuts, couldn't care less about their plight. With options exhausted, the only way down was to dive in after tea. They landed in a lake and immediately were beset by a beast. A stack of strangers wrangled in the group with rope to help them all escape a watery whipping. In a nearby room, they were introduced to a curious collection of characters who married at the mention of meats. Stanley and Hope told them to toss the act. They then readily revealed themselves to be werefolk. Now rejoin our heroes as they take on a team of terrors. Will they overcome the hungry hunters? Will they be mangled into mincemeats? Or will they overcome and finally find their missing magic? Stay tuned for the continuing conundrums and perilous pursuits of space. Well done, as always, Bo. It's all up to you now. Deep within Pentel Vice, the party uh, has been uh, speaking with uh, an encampment of humans who've suddenly transformed into giant werebeasts all around them. Grandma Tilly, who was sweet and innocent in her little sleeping bag, has transformed into a giant werewolf. Teeth, rad handkerchief sort of still tied to the werewolf's neck and the hood still up. Uh, the little halfling, Zipti Ree, has now transformed into a disgusting rat and pulled a blade from his sheath. And it's going, Ay-ay! and um, uh, Daniel has transformed into werebear, or sorry, were- a were tiger. Giant teeth and spittle uh, um, spraying everywhere. Uh, the more proper Morton has transformed into a pigman with giant tusks, still looking kind of uh, a little too uh, proper or too noble for the situation he's in, but hungry for the meats as ever. And finally, we have Torbier, the Viking-looking barbarian who's transformed into a massive bear, and his body rears up and casts a shadow over the party with his big, long arms outstretched. And in the corner... The sullen, ha- the sullen orc lady has transformed into a giant were elephant. Its claw, it's, it's um, an elephant with fangs, large mouth coming, and, and, and an angry looking tusk unfurling whoo, and spinning through the air as the party, uh, half expecting this to happen, so not quite a surprise, but still in a surprise pose for the cinematicness of it, um, sees these giant beasts grow into uh, being. It is time for an initiative roll right off the bat. Alrighty then. An 18 for Stanley. 18 for Hope. Alright, um, who among you wants to go first? Uh, eight. You want to go first, Hope? Sure. Sounds good. 14. 14 for... Uh, um, Varel, the one they call the, the one, the, the one they call Varel. 
I've got some, because they're all named NPCs, I've got several rolls to make here, so just bear with me a moment. As I get Zipti, Tilly, Torbeer, uh, Daniel, and Rugrish. Alright, have I got everyone? No, we don't have Morton. Okay, we got Morton in there. And lastly, we need Badass T and Union Wheels with some rolls. Oh, shit. Badass T with the killer roll. Wow, Emerald, two 20s in a row. That's... Hey. Nice. Better to get them out of the way now than with damage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a good call, good call. All right, hang on. So Badass T is up first. And Badass T uh, looks in here and he goes, Ah, and then he runs at straight directly, runs towards the. Oh no, can I even move anything on this map? Hang on. <laughs> this will really kill my <laughs> momentum. <laughs> For a listener's benefit, I've made an overly large map, and it's hard to move things in Ultima. Um, it's a lesson. Right, so he runs. Yeah, he runs straight up to the uh, werebear um, with his knives out, and he does again his, his famous just jump into it motion as he brings his both knives in and jumps straight at the werebear's chest. Um, he's going to make an attack roll, uh, and he is not going to hit. So as he jumps, uh, towards the werebear, uh, the werebear just kind of smacks him down and kills his momentum. And he, he doesn't drop to the ground, but he doesn't he sort of like latch. It's like a clothesline. He gets latched onto it and the knives miss and the werebear pushes him back and he lands back down on his feet. Uh, Union, um, now it being her turn, uh, you know, takes out her spear and gets herself in position behind uh, Danielle, the were tiger, and then makes her attack in a thrusting motion to try and stab this tiger in its back. It's a hit of a roll, uh, and I'm just going to roll damage here. Jeez. It's a were bear. Tiger. Tiger. Okay. Oh, damn. This guy's got a lot of hit points. Uh, He's a bear tiger. (laughs) Okay, so... All right, she she stabs for eight points of damage onto the were tiger. Stabs him in the back. uh, Just cutting. Just like a... Um, And oh, and as she tries to cut him, uh, it it doesn't do any damage. Oh. So it looks like it pierces it, uh, skin. You see sort of a cut. Everyone everyone kind of in the... You know, in your battle... Uh, periphery, if you will, just looking around and seeing everything. You see that she makes the cut, uh, but she she grunts in like frustration as the cut seals itself over. It is now Zipti's turn, the were rat. So this little were rat right here turns around, Stanley, and goes and runs at you. <laughs> Gross. Makes a st- Makes a stab, a little, little, little rat, you know, he's, he's very small and tries to basically stab your calf. Um, his attack roll is a, a 14. I don't think that hits that, you, right? No, that won't do it. All right. He does have a multi-attack. Um, so he's going to try and swing again for 21. That'll do it. That'll do it. Okay. And you take uh, four piercing damage. As the cut sort of uh, hits your armor, delivers a bit of bruising underneath. Uh, now we move to our first player character. Hope, you're up. 
Okay, um, seeing that the were-tiger is the first hit, that's where she's going to focus her attention with her plus two dagger. And she'll make her three attacks. Okay. First is a 27. Uh, 27? Okay, it's a hit. Second is a 21. Uh, who are you hitting? The were-tiger. Okay. That you need uh, wheel. All right, and okay. Hmm. Okay. A union wheel is your team in front of. It's the wear tiger next to. Okay. Cool. cool, cool. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um. All right. And then the third is in uh, thirty-one. Okay. So, um, I guess you can roll your damage dice. <laughs> Yeah. 31. <laughs> the I guess you can roll <laughs> it if you enjoy weapon. wasting your time. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, you have you're using a magic weapon? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That should I should have clarified that before being dispirited for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, what, what's the, okay, hang on. What weapon is it? Just so I'm clear, because usually attack with a dagger, but I'm not sure. It's if a dagger. plus two dagger. Oh, it's a plus two dagger. Okay, mm-hmm. great. All right, I, 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 you guys have lots of equipment now, so. All right, perfect. Roll the damage. I, you may roll the damage awesomely. Awesome. The first one is eight damage. Okay. Second is 11 damage. Mm-hmm. Third is nine damage. Okay. Perfect. So that's 28 points total. Um which, yeah, so I had a moment here because when I was reading the rules for it, so, you know, obviously these are were beings. Everyone here knows you have the silver is what's required, right, <laughs> to, to harm were beings. Um, and I, for, I forgot, like, the non-magical aspect of it. So magical attacks do work. I just, I was panicking because I thought maybe I gave you an impossible thing to do. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so uh, you stab three times with the knife. Shink, shink, shink. And the knife goes in and blood um, spurts out from the tiger and onto his fur, like pooling up in, in, a, in a disgusting way. So, um, yeah, he takes 28 points of damage, but he doesn't appear very uh, slowed by any of these or, or back. He's, a, he's going to attack. Cool. And then uh, for her bonus action, she'll use her second wind to heal up a bit. Okay, perfect. And that's Hope's turn. All right, Stanley, you're up. All right, Stanley's going to look down at this little rat stabbing him, and uh, <laughs> he's going to take out Diplomacy and try and drive it into the rat. Okay, make your attack roll, please. That's a 19. That is a hit. That is 13 points of piercing damage to the rat. Okay, where rat has now taken 13. And then uh, as a bonus action, he is going to uh, activate his mantle of inspiration and to himself, Hope, Varel, Nash, and Union, he will grant uh, 11 temporary hit points. Okay. And they can now move immediately if they want to expend their reaction, and they will not take opportunity attacks. Okay. And that was Hope, Union, and who's the last one? 
Uh, it's basically our party and Union. The only one getting excluded is Bad ST. And this was called Mantle of Inspiration. Yep, and it's not a magical thing, so it definitely works. I'm moving there. Inspire everyone with your big mantle. So I'm going to opt not to move. I'll stay where I am. Okay. Um, you see that Union is is uh, ma- making a motion to position herself in front of you. She goes, Silale, get behind me. So you guys can swap places or something. So she can All right, I'll move the, behind oh, her. Oh, wait, oh, you know, hang on. We'll give her a job. And you don't provoke opportunity attacks with this free movement, right? Correct. But yeah. it does burn the reaction. So we also don't get, if you use it, you don't get an opportunity attack if they move. Yeah. Or like a counter spell or something, if you had like that. Not yeah. that that works here, but yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, yeah, it'd be really good to use, but. Thanks for the salt. Rubbing, rubbing that salt in. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. This would be salt. super fun. All right. Uh, okay. Perfect. Everyone moves around a little bit, and that looks good. Um, okay. Anything else you have to do, Stanley? Okay. Nope. Did you did you attack him? Oh yeah, you did. I yeah, I did. 13, Thirteen points of damage. Thirteen damage to yeah. a little rat. All right, Varel, you're up. All right, I have used my my shifting action to get in front of Nash. Okay. So that this incoming elephant should not attack him. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. Uh, I will say, if it is meat you seek, then I'll be enough for all, and I will enter my rage. <laughs> and <laughs> noting the biggest beast in the room and my desire to grapple with it for glory and justice, I will engage with the tusks of the elephant in a grapple. Great. Excellent. Uh, so it's a grapple we're doing here? All right. Yep. A, a strength contest. Or I think you can dexterity uh, if you. So dexterity is for escaping. I think. I can't remember for the actual grapple. I think it's a strength contest. I think it's just slipping out is a. It's fine. It won't be using dexterity. Uh, I'm got a fifteen. Oh, I ro- I rolled horribly on my advantage roll. I got a. Oh, you know, actually, this might be okay. Let's see. Uh, you get your modifier though, right? Yeah, I got a fourteen. Oh, okay. Yep. So the grapple doesn't work. Um, you, you make your attempt to grapple, and you're just you grab onto it, but you're unable to control it. So you have a hold of the elephant, but it can easily free itself. Um, so it's not grappled. Uh, it's quite strong, and you'll need another attempt to successfully grapple it. Okay. I will still do my storm aura, though Nash will... Ah, no, I'll hold off on it, because it would damage Nash. So I'll be done, but I'm in okay. its way, and it can't attack right. Nash. Or, well, it has yeah, to go through me. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so, uh, very good. So, um, now next up is Morton. This is the werebore and the werebore, he, he, he sort of saunters up. He's less energetic than the rest of him. He's like, in his boar form, he moves towards union. It, he moves towards you, Stanley, but union sort of steps to the side a little bit. Cause again, the tiger's facing her back. So she steps to the side a little bit. And so they tussle and the werebore makes his attack. He uses his maul try and hit her that's a one okay so he tries to hit her and he takes the hammer and then he slams it down on his own toe by accident you have no idea how quite that happened but he just brings it way up in the air and it's like he's got his foot out and union dodges and he hits his own toe and he goes should have gotten them wear hooves he he does damage to himself (laughs) and that's his turn (laughs) 
<laughs> Did a die just go flying across the room? Thought I heard it. I dro- yeah, I dropped it. Okay. It's gone. I'll pick it up after the show. <laughs> it's gone. It's wow. gone. Yeah. I have so one. many dice. If it falls during the show, there's no time to get it. It's like a tennis or something, right? I need yeah. a ball boy to go get it. Have you ever found a weird one in any weird place? Like months oh, down yeah, the- all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, they're always in the corner or under curtains and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, how did that get there? <laughs> yeah, I'm not attached to any of my dice because I have this show. Yeah. All right. He does he does like six damage to himself, so there you go. All right, um, that's his turn. The uh, now Grandma Tilly, Werewolf Tilly here, she, she looks on, and she sort of paces and saunters. Like, she's the commander of the, these were beings. I can't move her, though. Um, so she sort of looks around, and she's trying to find an in for her prey. In particular, she has her eyes set on you, Nash. So she moves this way. And she sort of lurks and tries to get close. And it's like it's like she's sort of like, like very patient and carefully. And Nash, as you're sort of paying attention to the battle around you, you don't notice that Grandma Tilly has come up and with her big claws goes, I want your meats, Nash. Or doesn't know your name. I want your meats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say you'd have to sew it on first. She does know your name. Ah, how did yeah. you know? <laughs> You'd have to sew it back on. I kicked it under the bed. I would yell. Oh, not those meats. Not that meat. All right. So Different meat. Uh, it attempts to make uh, an, atta- an attack with its claws on you uh, for 19 points of damage. What's the... I just take oh, that... Oh, sorry. Not 19. It's 19 to hit. Oh, then you... Yeah, it's a hit. I got mixed up. <laughs> it's definitely a hit. It's not 19 damage. It's 19 attack roll. Maybe you'll turn um, into a werewolf and be able to fight back in an effective way. That'd be awesome. Y- yeah. So <laughs> dragon werewolf, werewolf dragon, were dragon. Oh, that would be super wow. cool. Yeah. Think Hold half on. man, half dragon. We need a new <laughs> campaign. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait a second. So that was with claws. Oh, yeah. So there's okay. Three, six. You take eight slashing damage. Okay. All right, it slash, tries to slash at you once, and then it tries to slash at you again. Uh, this time, the to hit is 13. That does that not hit. hit. No. Nope. All right, so that one doesn't hit you. So Grandma Tilly makes two slashes, and one of them catches your cloak and, and or... You're sorry, your your gang threads, your rambunctious bunch. What are you wearing? <laughs> we put on a. I did put on a. Didn't we decide I put on a cloak? Um, yeah, you put on a cloak. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think that's so it. Tatters happen. your cloaks a bit and, and, and treads it and shink shink cuts you. Okay. He now looks the way we all picture him. Yeah, it, it finally okay. happened. Yeah, it finally happened. All these drawings everyone does it actually matches. Now, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you look like your drawings and okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's uh, Grandma Tilly's turn. Uh, Nash, you're up. Okay. You got a werewolf on your right, and you got a giant bear and badass T and hope to the front of you. All right. Well, and Varel's like slightly behind you to the to the left with the were elephant. And this lady in front of me. Yeah. Um. No, it's not going to matter. It's a, were- it's a werewolf. A werewolf. Grandma sorry, Tilly. Grandma Tilly is now a were ma. The were ma in front of me. Um. That's not what I was going to do, but I'll do it to her instead. So uh, we're going to fire a big fat chromatic orb right in her face. And we're going to do... What type of damage do I think is she going to be most susceptible to? Probably fire. Um, Werewolves don't like fire. So (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and say that for the record. I don't think they like fire, so that's what I'm going to fire. So here comes hit. (laughs) 
28. Uh, 28. So that's an attack roll for... Attack roll for chromatic that. orb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that has to be a hit, right? So let's do damage. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> it's gotta be. Let's Play it. <laughs> not, nothing, nothing could stop that damage. Uh, 24 points of fire damage. Twenty. So, wow. That's a good 48 roll. Mm-hmm. Is it 48? You cast it at the second level, right? Yeah. Or the fir- first, first, no, level. sorry. That's, uh, did I do that at third level? Third level. Oh, you did a th- third level. Yeah. Didn't actually mean to. Oh, wait. To. Uh, yeah. So you go to cast a spell and a sneeze <laughs> happens in your head. Like, you go, like, oh, you know shit. You shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just waiting. I'm looking at Kyle and he's just like, mm-hmm. Nash in the Nash. <laughs> you know when you sneeze, but then it doesn't, you know, come out. So it just stays stuck in your forehead. Gosh, That's dang what happens. it. Burns it. Burn your third level spell slot. Uh. Totally forgot about that. I should have reminded at the top. No, of the show, no, maybe. it's on me to remember. It's fine. Um, all right. Well, I will. I will whiff that and internally have a real fight with myself, uh, and then I will end my turn. <laughs> For Scott, it's been a week. Yeah. For Nash, it's been but moments. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right. So he's yeah, he's done. That's I'm not moving. All right. Perfect. So, um, yeah, the werebear in front of Badass T, then, as that ha- happens, reaches out to Badass T in a strength contest between the two. All right, that's the werebear. All right, and the werebear has now grappled Badass T and, ha- like, picks him up. And Badass T is like, oh, shit! Ah! And then you see this masked human being picked up by a giant bear, and the giant bear then lifts Badass T over his head. Now he has him raised above his head. Uh, and that's, you know, grappling is the action. The grappling and the lift is the action. So now the werebear has badass tea in his hands. Um, next is Rugreesh. And that is, uh, you tried to grapple the were elephant, Pharrell. Um, and it didn't work. So now it is uh, the were elephant's turn. Um, the were elephant is going to attack you by slashing out, or sorry, not slashing out, but flailing out with its trunk to try and beat you into submission. Um, the first attack rolls a 22. That's a hit. Okay. Uh, so take 7 plus 4, uh, 11 points of bludgeoning damage. All right. All right. And then another flail's coming in as the beats continue, and that's a natty 20. Um, so that's going okay. to be uh, a hit, and that'll be 20, 20 points of bludgeoning damage from that hit. So... Um, just softening you up with a few hits as you try to grapple it. And then the elephant goes, I can't do elephant noises. And there's large teeth and uh, uh, the elephant's coming after you. Um, Okay. Next is Danielle or Danielle, who is the were tiger. Ah. So the were tiger having been hit several times uh, attempts to, uh, Okay, so break off. So seeing, knowing that everyone's moving, seeing that there's a lot of shifting in the room, the, he actually runs off. He's been stabbed a couple of times. He runs off, and then he pulls out a slingshot from his belongings. He just picks. He's got a pocket slingshot, and he pulls out a slingshot and he fires a slingshot at Union. Man, freaking wear tiger with a slingshot. I've been this mad since I played a worgen. <laughs> Don't. Well, the were, the were tiger is showing. So, in his movement and his deliberation, he sh- the were tiger is showing a little more intellect and sophistication than his uh, companions. It seems. 
and being able to use this instrument. He fires out at uh, Union, who takes eight points of damage as the rock just whoo, flies out and boom, hits her head, and she's unable to react, catch it, or do anything about it. Um, then we move our way up to Badass T, and Badass T is going to try and break his grapple. Uh, he goes, oh, I've got to get out of here! Love Badass T always saying the obvious things. Like, <laughs> he gets grabbed. Oh, shit! <laughs> he, gets, he gets his turn. Yeah, I got the worst okay. of our group. <laughs> <laughs> so he tries to, like, he tries to pull himself out of the grip of the werebear, and it doesn't work. He's still stuck in there. Um, Union then attacks the werebore in front of you, who's come up, uh, who's hit his own uh, foot with a hammer. Uh, it's a connection. <laughs> it's a connection. <laughs> it's a love connection. It's a connection. <laughs> All right, and does four points of damage. It's a grazing blow. It didn't do a lot of damage, but uh, it does sort of whew, slice his shoulder a little bit while he's hitting his own toe with the hammer. Um, we are in a new round, by the way, so everyone's reactions are now replenished. Um, Zipti, uh, as well, hunting uh, Stanley. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, sneaks around the main scrum. Just trying to rotate him here. It's very hard to rotate because of the. It's not the most important thing in the world, but I don't like when the tokens are facing the wrong way. If they have a way <laughs> to face. All right. Anyways, I guess I have to get over it. Uh, sneaks behind um, Stanley, and uh, attempts to make a backstabbing attack. So let me check out my where at thing here. So he's going to make an attack on you, Stanley. 14. Is he uh, actually sneaking or is that just flavor? Like, do I have a it's chance to spot like, he, him? He, okay. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can definitely see him. There's no darkness in this room. There's light uh, There's light sources, so you can't see him. Um, 18. That hits? That hits. Okay, yeah. so he, he slashes at you uh, with, blade, with his blade for three points of piercing damage. Hey. And then... Um, after his uh, slashing attack, he tries to make a little bite on you. Then he reaches out, lunges out, his teeth bare, and he goes, The meats! The meats! <laughs> I want the meats! All right. Um, was a 16 hit? No. Okay. So he, you hear a little snap as he tries to bite, uh, and that doesn't work. Um, Hope, you're up now. All right. Hope is going to start heading to that little rat man. And she's going to call out, T, Union, Varel, and Nash, keep them busy. Stanley and I will finish them off one by one. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep taking that pounding. It'll be fine. <laughs> if they have enough, they just, just have gone. to survive until we start killing them. Yeah, no, no, it's a good plan. I'm just, I, just, I just think it's funny. It's like, you guys are doing great. <laughs> and they're getting punched in the face and, like, cut and bit. Ah, okay. Bad ST's about to get torn in half by a bear. He's just Keep like, oh. Just <laughs> thumbs up. He's just like. Uh, first attack is a 29. Okay, it's a hit. Uh, on the, you're, you're, you're attacking the, the little were rat? Yeah. All right. Second attack is a 31. That's also a hit. Third attack is a 28. Yeah, those are all hits. <laughs> <laughs> this poor rat. All right, uh, first thing of damage is 10. Okay. Second is 9. All right. That's enough to kill it. So, unless you, I, I mean, you already rolled your third attack, so you're going to stab it three times, but I don't need any more damage. So, describe how you slaughter it with three stabs. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> she'd just get down to his level. She'd put a hand on his shoulder, and she'd just shake her head sadly at him and stab him three times. <laughs> you know, a little stab. And then she'd stand up and wipe her blade on her pants and look at the were tiger and kind of like not a Stanley. It's <laughs> so horrifying. Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> or the poor. Hey there. Hey there, little guy. You're doing great. You're really doing a good job. I know right. you got the short end of the wear gene. Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> Just and with, 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 the, with the last stab, he, he goes, ah, meats. <laughs> he, fall, he falls over and hits the ground. Dead. He died okay. as he lived, hungry for meats. You still have you still have movement um, hope if you wish. Cool. She'll go around and then position herself next to the werebore and Stanley. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Perfect. Um, let's see here. And that brings us to Stanley. Uh, Stanley reaches uh, behind his back and produces a dagger, a magical dagger, the corpse slayer dagger, if you will. Uh-huh. And he is going to strike out with diplomacy and the corpse slayer dagger against the boar. Do so for diplomacy is an eighteen to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a hit. That, yeah. That's eleven points of damage. Okay. And for the corpse slayer, that's a twenty-two to hit for also one hit. point of damage. Oh my god. Get Just, ready, everybody. Wow. <laughs> that dagger. Ooh, paper cuts hurt, man. Yeah. Oh, I got you for three minutes. <laughs> You're ready. Of cut time. Cut time. <laughs> Where do we get the corpse slayer dagger? Man. I don't know. It's just in my inventory. I don't remember the corpse I think you gave it to me at one point, and I was just like, I don't know. I'm not gonna use this. <laughs> so I've just been carrying it around. Yeah, it's supposed to have been a long time ago. Okay. Um, yep, you stab with the Corpse Slayer dagger and do one point of damage. All right, so you stab the boar again. Now, the boar's quite tough. As these blades go in, you hear him going, or, you know, boar style. And um, it hurts, but it doesn't, you know, it just seems like a big, thick slab of pork uh, man, uh, as he is a giant boar. Pork um, man. Yep. All right, Varel, you're up. Okay. Killed them all. Yep. Well, well, we're just occupying them. The the magic dagger people are killing them all. Oh yeah. So right. we we just need to survive. In which <laughs> magic case, dagger people. I am going to try to grab Grandma Rat and grapple her and hold her in front of me to face the elephant. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, make a grapple. Let's make a grapple um contest again then. So for the where. Well, okay, yep. All okay. right. Got a 25 on this one. 10 for the werewolf. So you now, you turn around, you grapple her. Is it full Nelson style or half Nelson? Yeah, so I would want to, I mean, you know, I'm figuring, wait, she, she's a werewolf, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I would be kind of. She's about your size at this point. Yeah, so I'd want to do sort of a, a two-arm hold, kind of hold down her arms at the elbows so those can kind of be oh. riling free, and then the other one around her lower waist and kind of stretch across my body like I'm wrestling a big weasel. And that would <laughs> okay. then I kind of turn her away to face the elephant and kind of use it as a werewolf shield uh, gotcha. thereby. So, so first attack, grapple. 
second attack would be uh, to move with my move action to kind of put her in front. And now I've got control, ideally, of the werewolf and the elephant. Nash is free of targeting. All right. Yeah. Okay. I've made the move on the token. So yeah, you've done. You've done so now. You've moved. Uh, you moved her in between you and the were elephant. Um, anything else that you'd like to do with your, I guess, bonus action? No, the rest would hurt Nash. Though so, for for Nash's, for for a little table talk, Nash, what I'm planning to do is start backing up. So if you want to avoid the area, mm. I'm gonna go try to drown this rat, this, okay. this werewolf. I'm okay. gonna take her over to the pool and start Lebowskiing her. I could totally fly. Yeah, probably Drop will. On people. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I got stuff in my pockets. Vegetable peelings. That's immediately what we thought. Yeah. I got that. Oh, I'm mildly inconvenienced and confused. I got that dildo thing. I got all kinds of stuff in my pockets. We can do. All right. Perfect. Well, uh, the the werebore then, um, seeing the new adversaries in front of him, uh, swings his hammer wildly in the direction of everyone in front of him like a giant cleave to try and hit Hope, Stanley, and Union. Um, the roll is a... It's a 16. It's a miss on me. Is it miss on you, it's Hope? hope. It hits. It's Hope? Yeah. Okay, it's a miss on Union as well, so we'll just do the damage for that. So that is that's four points of bludgeoning damage as he takes a wild swing. It sort of hits your arm a little bit, nothing too serious, as he tries to make a big swing in front of you. And then um, seeing seeing sort of that he's overwhelmed, that Sifty Re has, has, has died, um, his rage subsides a little bit, um, and he attempts to make a step back. So whoever's got reactions for opportunity attacks yeah, can make those. Let's get him. Oh, man. My opportunity attacks are always low rolls. 11 to hit. Uh, it's a hit. Oh, nice. Uh, 24. Great. Okay, it's also a hit. 11 points of damage from Diplomacy as he runs. And nice. 11 from Hope. So 22 total. And plus, uh, Union gets a swing in there, too. So, 22. 27. Okay, perfect. So, as he, as he attempts to step away, like, meekishly, a very poor tactical decision as, like, a sword comes out, stabs him, another blade comes out, and then the spear stabs him, too. And then you hear the, the were-tiger go, Martin, you idiot! From the from the back um, <laughs> has clearly made a poor tactical decision there, uh, and things are not going their way. Um, okay, that would be so. Morton now free of that begins to to, to try and circle around. Oh, so come on, roll twenty. He begins to circle around and hide behind the werebear. Essentially, he cowardly <laughs> runs behind the werebear and then looks over the shoulder of the werebear ahead of everyone else uh, with badass T still up in the air from the werebear. Um, okay. That brings us to Tilly, who's now going to, who's like, oh, just let go of me, son. Uh, <laughs> son. <laughs> and need, needs to try and break free from you, Varel, so we're going to have to do a, a break free contest here. All right. Uh, 27. I've got a 13. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she does not break free. Um, next up, it's Dash. Okay. Um, I'm going to take their advice and float, uh, enact my DNA underwear, which you confirmed is not 
constrained yeah, by this stupid DNA magic. Underwear is part of your DNA. Yep. So I will uh, more do DNA that. More DNA than underwear. <laughs> I will. Hold on. The map is being weird. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna move over uh, here and just stay there, and that's it. I got nothing for nobody. <laughs> okay. Just gonna stay there. I got nothing. I don't know what to, I could go get up on someone with a staff, but I don't want to. I don't want to get hit, so I'm gonna float. I mean, you can hit. So, you can hit someone. You could try grapple someone. You could. You don't have anything. I'm gonna. My character is taking hope seriously and staying it's away. Damaged. Yeah, I'm gonna float okay. away and not be in harm's way. That's what I'm gonna okay. do. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, no criticism. All right. So Tobier then takes badass T and begins pulling uh, uh, on badass T from the leg and the the torso begins uh, ripping him in two. Um, the ripping in two. How do I adjudicate the ripping in two? I guess we're just going to make an attack roll with advantage. Okay. A strength save a on his skin. And how much health does uh, look that badass's badass's uh, character sheet in a little while? Oh, he's got a ton of hit points. Okay. All right. So um, the, the the bear begins to like. Uh, pull him apart to try and just like rip him in two, uh, and you hear you hear a badass he's screaming. Oh! <laughs> There's just a lot of yelling in this room. Uh, it does like twenty eight points of damage to badass. Wow, of pulling damage. Jeez, as the bear attempts to rip him apart. Um, okay, and that's the bear's turn. Uh, it's now Rugrish's turn. Now Rugrish, um, that's the wear elephant, is is blocked right now. So. She attempts to like flail behind you with the trunk, so she's going to make attacks with disadvantage against you. Um, she doesn't have advantage from anything that you've done, right? So yeah. So, so rules as written, I would have plus two AC cover from a creature if she's not aiming at, if she's trying not to hit her friend. There yeah, is she, no rules as written that she would damage the human shield. Um, yeah, she's well. I don't. She's a bit more wild of a creature than that, so she wouldn't care if she hit her friend. I think. Okay. But um, she's going to try. And, I guess she can't make that attack the way I have things here. But she would have reach with the um, with the uh, trunk. So she's going to reach around and hit you. But I'll do it with disadvantage. Getting the old um, reach so, around, Kyle. Look out! Yeah. <laughs> My means. And, and both, <laughs> both your hits are misses. <laughs> Both hits are misses as the trunk flails wildly and uh, just doesn't isn't able to, to, to hit you. And the where elephant is now frustrated by your tactic. Um, this brings us to Danielle, who is the were tiger, and uh, the were tiger um, like eyes his prey. And ba- okay, let's see what abilities he's got. He's going to do something cool. Okay. So what he's going to do is he's going to um you actually see the were tiger. So he's like a man, like a were a tiger man, right? Like you picture werewolves, he's just got a tiger head. So he actually transforms his shape into more of a full-on tiger as he goes and transforms like into a full cat. And then he pounces on hope. 
just just takes a uh, run and just jumps uh, to knock Hope prone. Um, so you need to make a strength saving throw. Uh, Hope. Hope. 26. Okay, so you're not knocked prone. The The tiger attempts to jump on you, and as you you grab like its body and its hand and just sort of push him off. Um, now, as no. you push him off, he attempts That's to make... As you push him off, he, you succeed in not being knocked prone and, and like like uh, underneath than this creature. But um, you push as you push him off, he makes a wild bite with his mouth at you, um, and that bite is an attack roll for me. And that bite is going to be a eighteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, and now we're going to roll a dice for damage. That is nine piercing damage. And now you must make a constitution saving throw. It was on the one there, but then it flipped to the 19, so 27. Okay. <laughs> Immediately aware, Tiger. All right. so, as well oh no. as a demon with a hand and, you know, <laughs> we just collected them. So it successfully bites you, but it uh, doesn't get in too deep. And... Um, Nothing further happens as a result of the bite. Uh, okay, that would be this, ti- this tiger's turn. It jumped at you. It's now in a different position. And we move on to uh, Badass T, who again tries. He's like, guys, I think I need a little help here. <laughs> I didn't get any temporary hit points. Just got grabbed. He's having a bad uh, day. And he fails his uh, roll again as he stays stuck in the arms of the, the werebear. <laughs> You're doing great, T. <laughs> distracting him, bud. Some real right, Tedna so energy here. It's fine. Though. Union does see, like, tactically speaking, that uh, he, she's got to protect her Celeli Prime. So she's going to move over top of, uh, to the back. She walks around to the back of Stanley and engages the Were Tiger in a stabbing motion. Uh, deals a hit. Does 10 points of damage to the Were Tiger. Union is awesome. Like, really she, not she, a badass tea. Yeah, she spins around for for as she stabs out. And then she takes like a, she does like a roundhouse kick after stabbing. She does this like one kick, then two kick, like in these two swift motions. These double like martial arts kicks. Uh, they miss though, um, as the tiger has quick reaction time. But she does these like two uh, consecutive roundhouse kicks that miss. Um, we now move to Z- oh Zippy's dead. We'll take him off. <laughs> oh no! Oh poor guy. And it's Hope's turn. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, Union, go to the bear. Thank you. The, Stanley and I got this. The werewolf's rat's then, always the first to die. Yeah. And then um, she'll make her attacks on the tiger. Okay, make your attacks on the tiger. And you've told Union to back off. Like, you guys are good. Go get the bear, yeah. Yeah. Um, 22 to hit for the first one. <clears throat> okay, 22 to hit. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Cool. Nine damage. Okay. Uh, okay. Keep going. It's a one for this one. Oh, oh no, you didn't want to tell me, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, ones happen. They're not, you know, All they right, add so flavor you, to the story. Yeah, you swing and, and you do a stabbing motion. And then um, with the second hit, you try to to stab again. And this time the, uh, the tiger in tiger form is actually able to swat your hand as you make the thing. And you, you, drop, your, you drop your weapon. So it knocks the weapon out of your hand. You, you, you have to pick it up now with, uh, in the future. So, yeah, that's the adverse effect of that. You've dropped your weapon. Cool. What kind of action does it take to, to pick up the weapon? 
Um, I think actually you can manipulate one item with a free action, so you could probably do a quick pickup with a free action. Yeah. Okay. But cool. if it's anything involving more than one like hand action or more than one hand, then it's like considered an action. Okay, so can are we gonna say her attacks were interrupted then? So all she can do is pick up the dagger, or would she still be able to do her third attack? No, you can still do your third attack. You can almost think he swats it out of your hand and you sort of maybe catch it on the way down with your free action and do another attack. You're a level like you are a level like thirteen character, you know, like you're you know, these setbacks are less uh, less of a setback. Awesome. Uh, nineteen for the third attack. All right, nineteen for the third attack. Um, perfect. Uh, those are those. That's a hit as well. Uh, nine damage. Okay, perfect. All right, so you stab again in three motions into the tiger, just like, and it screams out in anger. Um, it looks now heavily damaged, as there's lots of cuts and stabs in it, and blood uh, leaking out of the tiger, and the tiger sort of uh, is breathing heavy at this point. Cool, and that'll be Hope's turn. All right, Stanley, you're up. All right, let's stab that tiger with diplomacy. See what happens. <laughs> what a sentence. Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, where, Tiger? Where are you? T- where are you? Where, Tiger? Where, Tiger? That's a hit. Hit, hit, hit. You hit. Uh, six points of piercing damage. Six points of the piercing damage. Um, okay, uh, you stab it again, and this time, it, it, you know, it starts to, like, it falters a little bit on its feet as you stab it another time, but it's still still going. Stanley growls a little, takes the Corpse Slayer dagger and a stab with that one for a 29 to hit. That's a hit. Get ready. One point of damage. For some amazing... Oh no, four points! Four yeah. points of damage! Oh, Let's not bad. <laughs> that. Not bad. Right. You, st- you stab it yet again. This is the fifth stab in this round. Uh, actually, sixth if you count the spear. Um, as it's stabbed again, and it's still going. As it's backed up into the corner, its hind legs there, and it's going, is growling at you. Um, yeah, still ticking. Hope will go. Stanley, if you want to get going, I got this. <laughs> I don't want the opportunity to attack. I'm going to just keep. Hope That's just wants fair. to last hit it. Varel. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. Varel, you're up. All right. Uh, with Nash safely out of the way, and... Attack of opportunity free. I'm going to carry my quarry here that I'm grappling at half speed <laughs> back to the yeah. water and dunk them. <laughs> <laughs> dunk them. So, there is a pool of water in this room. A stone. There is a stone like pool, and some water is in it. And so you're going to take it, and, and you're just going to drown her. Yeah, I'm just Lebowski on in there. Just all right. Make a strength. This is this is a strength contest. All right. You get advantage on your strength check because you have her already grappled. Got an 18. Yeah, 13 for me. All right. All right. So you take the werewolf, uh, this giant lizard man uh, with, with the werewolf in his hands, takes the head of the werewolf and dunks it underwater and is holding it down. Um, do you have any choice words as you do this? As I drag back grandma. And yeah. dunk her head in. Uh, I'll go ah ah, and then I'll look at the elephant and go ha ha, <laughs> because, <laughs> because I want to maintain the elephant's rage as well while I'm doing this. So okay, so now because of that, though, like, are you standing in a position like maybe this way where you're blocked, or are you just open like that? No, because like, that would open up Nash to being attacked. He, wait, how high okay. is he in the air now? 
Um, how high can I go in that room? I guess I, I mean ask. the room is probably about fifteen feet. You can't. You okay. couldn't go high enough to escape. Let's say the bear snatching you out of the air, but you probably wouldn't. The tiger could probably jump up and get you. Okay. And I would, elephant, yeah, like you're not really safe up there. Okay. I would just be up enough to kind of hit my head on the ceiling and hang there. Gunk. Yeah. <laughs> Gunk. And then just watching the whole thing. Just keeping an eye on stuff, you know. Snacking on some veggie peeling. Yeah. Why not? I'm I'm basically impotent in this damn dungeon, so that's all I would do. We'll get you your magic next. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um so, like Nash it's your tr- no wait. Is it my turn? Varel just Varel just went, so it's Morton. Oh yeah, you got other um, guys yeah. in front of me. All right, so Morton comes around, and uh, given that he's a bit cowardly, he attacks Badass T. He reaches up with his big hammer and attempts to hit Badass T while the bear is <laughs> ripping him in half. Okay. Badass T is- having a badass day. <laughs> that is a hit. <laughs> that is another hit. He gets hit twice with a hammer um, while being stretched in half. Uh, for He's going to take another uh, 19 points of damage. So that make, puts him at seven. Puts him at forty-seven damage taken total for the combat, and he goes, "Ow!" Oh, oh, <laughs> as he gets, <laughs> he gets hit with the hammer overhead. Take him Nash, like a champ, man. <laughs> Nash is watching, doing nothing. <laughs> Keep on <laughs> tanking, man. As he lets he, as he gets ripped in half and hit with a hammer, his eyes lock with your Nash, with yours, Nash. Yeah, and he goes, "Ow!" And you just stand there. You're just up with the, the the ceiling, looking at him, <laughs> not frozen, not doing anything. Can't help you, um, bud. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and now it's Grandma Tilly's turn. So Tilly's going to try and stop from herself from being drowned. So this is going to be a strength contest yet again, Varel, for her to finally try and break free. All right. Uh, 15. 22. Okay. <laughs> her, her hands flail about as she tries to, like, you know, hit you from the back and push and, and nothing, nothing, nothing. And, and as I as I win the contest, I'll say, oh, that meat makes you thirsty. <laughs> and you hear, <laughs> in response, <laughs> uh, coming bubbles from the water. Um, that brings us to Nash. Now it is your turn. Okay. Um, I would be, I would have been rustling around in my pockets for something to throw because I am going to throw something. Uh, and I think it's going to be a wood axe. You have a wood axe? Yeah. I got it at the same time that I got the deer ribs and raccoon shield. Do you remember this? Inventories are out of control. I know, but it's in there. I have, I got it. I have I also have a ton of fish eggs, but they're not going to do any good. So I'll just, I'm, I'm going to use this axe. Think about how out of control it is, Bo. And then keep in mind, my entire inventory was erased at one point in this campaign. Oh, that's and true. It's still, yeah. it's out of control. It's still out of control. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the. Uh, I have a note. I have a note in my inventory that says "tripped to death." What the hell's that? <laughs> I don't know. It's your inventory, man. <laughs> like, I have no, no idea what I meant there. there. Shit. <laughs> no idea what I meant. All right. Well, anyway. Oh, I'm maybe in- you did that like a hundred episodes ago. You tripped some guy. Remember you tripped some. Did I? Some did guzzle gang or something. Yeah, yeah. Like some. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's right. right. He yeah. did. Because Nash, for no good goddamn reason, decided <laughs> to just trip a guy running by who wasn't even fighting us. The guy fell down a flight of stairs and broke his neck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's I don't know so why you, I put it here, though. It should have just you, been in my you notes. You put that accolade in your... In your, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in your it shouldn't be in my inventory. It should be in my notes, but that's probably what I did. Is I just wrote it in the wrong place. Okay, so anyway, what axe? I'm going to huck it. I don't have no proficiency for this. I'm just going to try. That's All right. right. Just just add your dexterity uh, modifier to the roll. All right, here we go. Not bad. Eighteen. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who you, who are you throwing it? At, uh, did you say? It at- <laughs> or are you just throwing it wherever? No, Ran- no. Random. Right over here next to. Uh, uh, sorry, let me mark it if I can. There you go. That. Oh, it's so slow. Oh, you're okay. To the to the werebore. To the werebore. Thank you. Okay. Couldn't remember okay. which one it was. Um, yep. <laughs> to the were. So I hit it right. Here's the problem. I need to know um, what a basic I've, I've axe reversed, does. I've reversed. Hang on. I just need to. F- f- okay. I added damage to the wrong character. It's kind of annoying. Um. So now my numbers are all weird. Okay. I'm just gonna put that this guy has. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm looking for an, a normal axes roll here. What the what the what the damage roll should be? Because like, uh, I don't have an axe actual roll. Axe. Let me check your character sheet. Do you have? It's, it's no, it's just all axe. I have it in here is a wood axe, and it's not an actual item. Like it's just in my notes for my other possessions. Okay, so hang on. Let me just find an axe here. So it should be like a non. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up in D and D Beyond. Just okay, that's what I'm it's looking to, item. but I can't find it. I'm getting all the special items. Where's the basic? Okay, we'll go to the basic items here. Oh, damage is 1d8, but then there's extra shit. It is 1d8? Yeah. If you, all of them are 1d8 plus other... Yeah, 1d8 slashing. All right, let's do okay, 1d8. So, yeah, do 1d8. Okay, plus here comes... Strength modifier. Thing. Strength modifier on top? It's only plus I one, so... Think, I think probably if you throw an axe, it probably counts as a... Fin- or an, like uh, it would depend on if he has proficiency with it. He doesn't have proficiency. Then it so would no just bonus. Be a so no bonus. D8. All right, yeah. D8, okay, D8, D8 naked. Here we go. Roll, rolling now. Uh, three damage from that sweet wood axe. All right. So you throw the wood axe and it, la- it hits hits the werebore in the head and gets stuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little axe stuck in his head. Awesome. All right. I feel pretty good about that. Damage. It doesn't really hurt him though. It just sort of gets stuck, probably where there's tusk rather than skin, so it's not very damaging. Yeah. And it just sort of gets hooked uh, into his head. There you go. Yep. Just like that. All right. All I'll right. Take it. Nice. Nice moves. Yeah. And then I'll just do? I'll stay in my little floaty position, staying away okay. from all the big trouble. Uh, next is the werebore, and the werebore who's who's got badass or werebear who's got badass tea and has been stretching him and softening him up. He then brings badass tea down for a big old bite. Badass tea having having trouble. You got it, dude. You you're the tank we never asked for. Yeah. All right, and that is definitely a hit. You're a clone of a guy um, we never liked. Goodbye. A clone of a guy we never liked. Is, yep. That's a, a good way to describe it. All right, he <laughs> takes 17 points of damage. Okay, and he's got to make a saving throw. Okay. Perfect. He, uh, so the bear, the bear who's stretching him, argh, just bites down on his on his uh, abdomen. Ah! And badass T goes, oh, that hurts, help me! 
as uh, he's now getting bit and blood sort of spurts everywhere uh, in the middle of the room. Um, we now move to uh, the elephant. So the elephant now is going to charge you. Uh, so let me just see here where to bring it. All right. So, yeah. So um, the elephant just rears up, scratches the ground a little bit. You know how the way like a horse might before doing it. Like just you hear like a and you hear as the, as the elephant trunks down. Make a strength saving throw, please. All right. 23. 23. Okay. Wow. Just barely. Um, so you're going to have to let go of your grip in order to... So you, you've made the saving throw, but you have a decision to make to stop this sort of... Because he's coming barreling at you. She's coming barreling at you no matter what. In order to accept that saving throw and save yourself from being knocked prone, you're going to have to let go of the werewolf in the tub. Otherwise, you can choose to maintain the hold, get knocked prone, but you'll still have the werewolf grappled. That's the choice. So in the seconds leading up to it, you're aware either you're going to commit to grappling the werewolf or you're going to commit to stopping the were-elephant from knocking you down. Well, it sounds like I get knocked down in both scenarios, right? Nope. If, if you choose to let go of the werewolf, you're going to turn your body, hold your hands up, and stop it dead in its tracks. You get knocked down, but you get up again. Yeah. You don't get knocked down in that scenario. It's like you're a wall and you stop an elephant. Whiskey drink. Ah, but I knew Kyle knew where I was going. I knew yeah. it. <laughs> I, I'll take. Uh, I want to. I want to maintain the werewolf uh, drowning. So let's let's continue that. All right, perfect. So then you get knocked prone. Um, the werewolf is still, um, but, but you hold on to the werewolf. So like, even though you get knocked prone, down prone, and then the elephant. Boof, hits the wall behind you as he tramples you underneath under underfoot. Uh, you're going to take some bludgeoning damage. Um, you're going to take eight points of bludgeoning damage as it tramples right. you underfoot. But the heroic part about all this is that you still got the werewolf in the pool, holding her head in um, and drowning the werewolf. And then this thing hits the wall. Poof! And then you hear as it's like somewhat dazed. I'm going to make a constitution saving throw. It fails. And hits the wall and is like, it's turned into a horse now. But um, <laughs> it hits the wall right beside you, Nash. And there's, so now there's a giant were elephant uh, dazed underfoot. Great. And we move over to. Um, all right. And as the turn moves over to Danielle. I almost moved right there, by the way, where he hit. That's almost where I was going to be floating. Yeah, then you might have gotten slammed by the elephant that charging through the room. Sucked. All right, so the were the were tiger uh, then transforms back into a man, and, and back into Morton. Uh, I'm going to there you go. Transforms back into Morton, except it's Morton with cuts everywhere, and, and like and and, and Morton get, throws the knife down, gets down on his knees, and goes, "Please, we did it for the meats. We must have the meats. Spare me." As he as he yields before you um and yeah he just yields that's it uh badass t uh, is gonna try and break free back <laughs> we're back to badass t oh and he rolls a one. Oh my nope, gosh nope, no free for him he's still stuck in there forever uh union um it's in union's turn and she she, she brings the spear up in like a you know in a position 
in front of him, but doesn't move, and then turns to turns to look at you, waiting for your command. Do I get to act on this turn, or is Hope technically acts before me? So I kind it's, of feel it's, like it's, it's, you, it's, it's Yudion's turn, and all she needs is it. You're not going to have a big dialogue. She just needs a little do it, like like a Palpatine, like do it, like that's all she needs. And Stanley would just kind of slight gesture of like hold, like hold him here for now. Okay. Not a holds. not a kill, but just like keep him keep him in place. She holds. Hope your turn. Stanley does not have this power over hope. <laughs> you, you're, 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 yeah, exactly. Let's see. Uh, she, uh, she's kind of sad because she had a really cool line she was going to give him. So she's going to be a little huffy, but she'll turn around and she'll head for the bear. <laughs> okay. She trusts Stanley's decision. She won't. She won't go back behind him. Okay. Uh, so you turn. So okay. So yeah, if you want to move, you can head to the bear. You want to go to the bear. All right. No, noticing that Morton has yielded, Hope uh, moves to the to the werebear, who's got badass teeth, like biting and stretching and pulling badass teeth in this huge werewolf torture machine. And uh, yeah, what do you do? Apparently, start rolling my attacks. Uh, she's going for the <laughs> okay. belly since you know it's right there. She's just gonna start stabbing the belly. Uh, yeah, first one is exposed. a sixteen. Okay, it's a it's a hit. Nine damage. Okay. Second is a twenty-five. Okay. Hit as well. Nine damage. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. That's another hit. Nine damage. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so twenty-seven total. As you just walk up to the bear and start going shoot, 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 or skit, 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 and getting it in there. Um, okay, uh, Stanley, you're up next. All right, Stanley is going to uh, go dashing by and come up behind uh, the were pig, and as he kind of runs by, do a backspin with diplomacy to try and bring it backwards into him. Okay, you're gonna do that spinning trick like in episode yeah, seven yeah. of Boba Fett. Uh, we need some unnecessary spinning for sure. Uh, right. Twenty five to hit, it works. That is a hit. I could blow up the Death Star with the spin. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a hit. That's tw- <laughs> twelve points of piercing damage to Piggy. Okay, describe how you kill the Piggy. Oh well, it's with a spin. Uh, oddly yeah. enough, <laughs> it worked. Apparently, we all need to spin from now on. Stanley comes by, kind of ducks under where the arm and the club would be, and kind of spins back around with the diplomacy reversed, and just goes right into his back. Nice. And then, as he's doing it, he doesn't even look. He's got eyes locked on Varel and the werewolf uh, lady, and he's gonna do. He's going to hope for two outcomes with this. It all depends on the role. He's going to say, Varel, magic weapon. And he's going to throw the corpse slayer dagger at the werewolf. The idea being it takes like it takes a long time to drown because you can hold your breath for a long time, especially in D&D. And these are all six second increments. The idea is that maybe if a, a dagger goes in, it'll make the werewolf go <gasps> while underwater. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be able to keep holding your breath if you got a dagger in you. That's the theory that Stanley's positing. And with a 27, he flings that dagger at whatever bit of the werewolf he can see so that Pharrell can use it if he so chooses. Okay, so uh, are you trying to... 
so are you trying to shoot it so that Varel catches it and uses it, or that it, it sinks no. into the werewolf and then he can use it because it's nearby? Yes, yeah, because then it's like stuck in her body. Okay, cool move. Uh, what was the roll again? 27 to hit. All right, hits. Four damage. Perfect. So you shoot the knife, you throw the knife, and it lands inside of, uh, you know, it only does four points of damage, um, but it increases the amount of, of, I mean, she's already flailing quite a bit, um, so there's no immediate effect that you can tell with her head stuck under the water, but um, you've thrown the knife over and done four points of damage to the werewolf. Cool. Well, that's a good turn. Kill the pigs. And, yeah, the pig... (laughs) Well, you might not want to eat this bacon, but yes. <laughs> Wear bacon. Yeah. Um, okay, mm. perfect. That brings us to you, uh, Varel, your turn. All right. Well, in my focus, a dagger materializes next to me. And I will use it. So do I need to spend an attack maintaining the grapple? Or is, am I in grapple now? And no, I'm you don't. You don't expend go. the grapple. Once you have the grapple, you just have the grapple. So it's up to the oppo- opponent to break the grapple. You expend to break. Otherwise, you have the ability to do another action with the grapple held, as long as it makes mm. sense, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you can keep drowning her and just stab yeah. when she's dead. It's it's not terribly noble to be stabbing a drowning rat. So what I'm going <laughs> to do instead is the the dagger appears next to me and um, <laughs> aha, an implement, and I will lean with my shoulder to hold the rat down, and I'll pull out the dagger and I'll stab the elephant in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> right in the butt. Nice. Okay, make, a, make an attack roll, please. All we right. need a we need a some kind of genius animator, please. Could make that happen like visually. That's amazing. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. A it was, what kind of dagger is it? It's a corpse slayer dagger. It's a oh, it's a plus one. Uh, it's a plus one dagger for well, for attack and damage yeah. rolls. Although okay. for so some reason I didn't effects. get the plus one. It has extra effects on undead creatures. Okay. Um. That's why it's called Corpse Slayer, but these aren't undead, so... So a 26 recklessly on elephant butt. All right, it's a hit, and uh, do you leave... How much much damage was it? This will be... Plus one, so that's seven points of damage, and then I've got a second attack as well. Okay, perfect. Yeah, keep going. 27. Uh, yep, it's a hit. All right, and that is for 11 points of damage. Okay, and then perfect. I think we're in the clear. No, no, no. Uh, Nash is still in range. Cool. So that'll end my turn. Okay, uh, that brings us to. Uh, hang on. Uh, Morton. Okay, so Morton continues to just. Mort- Morton in Union, like, he continues to yield. Um, Tilly, okay, he's going to try again to break free from her drowning, but uh, it's looking rough for her. So, uh, con- a strength contest, please, Varel. And she rolls a 16 this time. Got a 24. Yep, okay, so she continues to be stuck uh, drowning. <laughs> Poor Grandma. Nash, you're up. Okay. 
Well, I don't have my axe anymore because it's in the head of the deal. Oh, wait, he's dead now. Yeah. Not Still in his head, though. I could go get it, though. Can I get a uh, quick update status on the elephant again? What's its deal? Is it just and the elephant has been rammed into the wall? Yeah, it's lightly stunned, so it won't be an opportunity of attack for you. It's and it has two. It's been stabbed twice in the butt by Varel while Varel's drowning a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna slam that thing with my staff and then move away from it while it's stunned. okay. You're gonna thwack it with your staff? Yeah, I'm thwack it. Yep. It is a magic staff, so you can make, I think, physical attacks and do damage with it. That is correct. Um, So here you go. Let's get this hit done. 16. Uh, On the... Yep, that is a hit. Nice. And here comes the initial bludgeoning with a bonus of plus one. That's three points of damage plus one D8 plus one. Nine plus three, so 12 total points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. That's a good hit, man. It's not bad. It was very convenient that he yeah. came to me. That's on so. par with the damage I'm doing. Why are you floating around? I don't know. Maybe I should be doing more. You take your staff and you, like, is it is it a two-handed, like, hit? Like, you just put all your body into it? I mean, it was a perfect roll, Whack too, because I got an eight. I rolled an eight on a D8. So, anyway. Um, yeah, it's like a big full body, like, oh, here, I have a sound for it. Uh, here, here comes. Here's my staff attack. Oh, right onto the elephant, and then, yep. and then I get the H out of there. All right, which is gonna put me. Gosh dang map! It dropped me lower there. All right, you float over to behind near 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 Hope and and Badass T, and yep, yeah, you float throughout the room with your glowing vegetable peel stuck to your forehead. I think. Yeah, yeah it's still there. Um, okay, now we have uh, Torbeer, who's going to take another bite attempt on Bat. Actually, no, be- uh, you've stabbed it three times now in the belly, so it's noticed. Like you, it, the the werebear's head goes down and goes, Rrr! looks down straight at you and throws badass tea. Uh, okay, so badass tea goes flying about thirty feet. Oh, jeez. Actually, he's going to hit this sort of cage in the back here. He throws Badass T. Badass T is going to take fall damage. Can't move him. There we go. I've moved him. Uh, He's going to take about... All right. He's in rough shape. As Badass T hits the back of the wall, boom, slumps down and falls unconscious in the back corner. Um, And slumps... Then the bear looks down at you and gets ready to pounce. But the throw was his action. So um, that's it for the the bear. Um, Next up is the elephant. And the elephant then shakes her head, then looks back towards you, Varel, and begins to turn around. Is your... You quickly grab the knife out so you can have the knife again, unless you want to lose it, as the bear turns around. And then because you're still lying down, like not lying down because you've gotten up on your turn, but you're lower than it, it opens its large elephant mouth and attempts to make a bite on your noggin. Elephant bite? Yeah. It's a were elephant. Were elephant. We all can become animals. (laughs) Yeah, let that werewolf bite me real quick before she drowns. Uh, It's a 14. 
for, for the bite? I don't think that'd be a miss, you, right? No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so it's only, yep, that's it. It's a miss. Uh, Sweet. The way the way it attempts to bite you is it actually lands the bite, but doesn't penetrate any, like, scale or anything. So it just goes, ah! It's like trying to bite a marble or something. It just doesn't... got, like, gums in there. And yeah. It's just like a little toddler going for it. Yeah. <laughs> While you're still drowning it, it's trying to bite your head. And, yeah, that's what's going on with Varel. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, which one was Danielle? Danielle dead? <laughs> she... <laughs> Danielle was the tiger, right? That is being held captive that's... up top. Oh. That's right. Morton. No, oh, Danielle's... More, it's Morton. Or wait. I know I mixed that. I mixed them up. Danielle was the were tiger. Morton was the Morton's here. He's dead. He's the were bear. Morton's dead. Yeah, I mixed them up. Sorry. Just token wise. Okay. Um so he so I'm gonna scratch off Morton because that really confused me. He was still on the thing. Right, Torbeer has yielded. Uh Rugreesh's turn, Danielle. Danielle has yielded, not Torbjorn. I'm getting all the names confused. Uh, Badisty is her turn. He's incapacitated. Union still still um, securing Danielle. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, Hope, it's your turn. Someone else do something. I'm, I'm, I got all confused. That <laughs> one mix-up of token like threw everything off about what I was doing. I used Morton's token instead of Danielle's token. Alright, Hope will go for three attacks on the bear. Do it. All right, we got. All right, next happening. one is a twenty-four. Is the first attack? Okay. No rush. Nine damage for that one. Okay. All right. Uh, Twenty-six for the second attack. Yep. That's a hit. Uh, 10 damage. Okay, we're up to 19. It's all slashing. And the last hit. 15. Perfect. And that's a hit as well. All right, 8 damage. Okay, so that would be 20. So 10, 19, 19 plus 8 would be. Seven twenty-seven, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Okay, so another twenty-seven damage. 20, fifty-four. Okay, so total of fifty-four done so far. Uh, you again stab as you notice um, the werebear now taking its attention to you. You speed up and just go, <laughs> just keep stabbing it as much as you can before it's able to get an attack off as it towers above you. Um, Stanley, you're up next. Alright, Stanley is going to uh, move in alongside the werebear and mm-hmm. try and do a strike with diplomacy Okay. for a 19 to hit. Okay, that's uh, a hit. And six points of piercing damage. Perfect, you do six points of piercing damage, the total is now 60. That uh, will be his turn. Alright, Pharrell, you're up. I don't think he knows he's up because he, okay. he's just getting his headphones. Well, I out. think maybe we is, a, is now a good time to take a break. We've got a little. That's oh, our normal time, or yeah, a little after. I was thinking maybe we'd wrap up the combat before the first break, but uh, we still got a, a you know there's still a bear and a wolf and a 
elephants <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> There's still a lot going on. We might as well just wrap for the break there if, uh, if that's convenient for everyone. Um, when we come back, for can take his turns. That yeah. sounds good. That sounds good to me. Cool. Sounds, sounds good. good. All right. We'll, we'll be back. Cliffhanger. Just, a, just a straight up break. Yep. Straight up break, everybody. We'll be back in a minute. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. We're back, everybody. Uh, uh, Bo, uh, the ball is back in your corner. And I'm going to toss it over to Varel, who's currently drowning, <laughs> drowning a werewolf and stabbing an elephant in the butt. All right. So in my best swashbuckler, uh, kind of holding down the rat and dun, 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 dueling with an elephant, I will stab the elephant in the face. Okay. Make the roll. All right. A 26 for the first attack. That's a hit. Nine points of damage. Oh, a nat 20. Ooh. Oh, damn. Then there you go. Full damage on that roll. What are the What are the damage rolls? They both hits. Right. The first, the, the nat 20 is going to be full damage. Let well me, well, I got a feature here uh, that I need to remember. It is called Brutal Critical. You can roll two additional weapon dice when determining extra damage for a critical with a melee attack. Oh, shit. Oh. Nice. So here we go. Yeah, 11, 11, 17. This is a really good roll. Uh, 17, 18, 23 points of damage. The elephant okay. face. That's with the one attack or with both? That was the second attack. The second first attack, attack was the previous number. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect. So you stab it twice in the face with the knife. And then, it, you know, sinks in deep and the elephant... Uh, you know, undeterred in its in its magical rage, um, as you sink it in, you know you're doing damage, but it's still, still, you know, eyes are still smoldering red as it stares you down. Uh, the knife going in, almost un- unnerving in the way that it's uh, that it doesn't react in pain all that much. Um, okay, so uh, anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Varel? Uh Nope, that was a there was a reckless attack though for your noting, so that'll be uh, advantage, advantage on your turn on the next one. Okay, perfect. All right, so uh, the werewolf that you have is again going to try and release your grasp this time with a nineteen. Ooh, okay. Not a genuine fight. I got an eighteen. Yeah. All right, so this time as you stab successfully, um, the opportunity for the werewolf to escape happens, and she lifts her head out of the water, pushes your arms off and slinks down to the side uh, there, and then she tries to run. Now, you have a, you can make an attack of opportunity as she, she runs out of your attack range. Yeah, I'll do that. Got a 24. Okay, it's a hit. Seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Perfect. So you, on, on the way out, you uh, that was that with the knife again as well. Correct. Correct. Yep. So you swing around, and as she takes off from your grasp, you, you knife her in the back. She goes ah, and the and the she moves to this position here behind Stanley, and then she draw her werewolf form. She drops her werewolf form, whoosh, and turns back into an old lady and collapses on the ground, sort of sitting on her knees and she goes the meats are strong friends cease your fighting 
right, Nash, it's your turn. All right. Hmm. Did pretty good with that staff last time. Um. Can I go? Okay, watch my movement. Can I do this? I'm floating, remember. And I know I can't float over this dude. Oops. Freaking map. Hold on. Can I go... Oh, come on. Can I go here? That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm behind him now. Her. It. Right? So... Yeah, you're behind... You're, yeah, you floated behind the bear. I'm going to staff the bear. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give him full staff Do here. It. Here we go. Incoming in. Natural 20 plus 6 for 26. Wow. So it's a nat 20. So that means you roll damage dice twice. Yep. So I will do... Hold on. Here we go. Okay. So this has... This has... Already has two rolls to it. So do I do two rolls of each of these two rolls? Because I get both a 2d6 plus 1 and a 2d8 plus 1. You only get the modifier once. So you, you roll the rolls twice. Oh, I see. 2d6 by itself twice. Well, is that your staff does 2d6? Yeah. It, well, okay. Here. Let me... Uh, go to your inventory. Let me see here. You're, it's so you're the, using the sky... It depends on if you're using it one-handed or two-handed. It's a um, d6 if you use it with one hand. It's a d8 if you use it with two hands. It would be... We've been doing two hands. The, the yeah, I have. To, I don't fight with one hand with this thing. Yeah, that'd be dumb. Yeah, you um, two hands. Uh, so I'm, I'm putting the stats in here. There's basically two auto rolls in there. One, and they both are under the damage column. Does one, the two, the two d eight plus D8. one is only one handed, or I get to add that if I'm doing two handed? You just click the bottom one. It's already modified it to two d eight for the critical. Oh, got so it. So you would just click the bottom one, and that would oh, be the critical. Oh, it, it auto does it on the sheet. Okay. Yeah, if you roll a twenty, it'll highlight it, and you can click it and get your auto crit. Yeah, so it's two d six plus uh, or two d eight plus one. Okay, here we go. I was confused. Uh, I'm like, I'm still confused too because that's always there, whether I do a d20 or not. But whatever. Uh, Twelve points of bludgeoning damage. Twelve points of bludgeoning damage. Yep. Okay. I would aim for his. I wouldn't be able to see his his nut, so I just. Uh, That's a hit. That's a hit. Oh, what was the damage? Sorry. Twelve. What was the damage? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um. Perfect. So basically, okay. Scott, it should now read 1d6 plus 1, and then under that, 1d8 plus 1, right? Yeah. Now that you've clicked it. Yeah. So if it you're always using says your that, staff with just one hand, you yeah. click the top box. If you're using it with both hands, you click the bottom. That's oh, so two-handed is the bottom. and That's the versatile keyword on the item. I get it. Okay. There's more damage as a two-hander. All right. Yeah, I okay. definitely two-hand that shit. All right. Um, so you successfully thwack it again. So give it a solid hit. It hurts quite a bit. It's just beautiful. Like this is a, a sight to behold as you just arc perfectly, and you sort of swim through the air like you, you're almost like a kung fu master style. The way you might like your legs might spin around in these these high flying battles. Just like whoop, whack him, pow. Um, okay. Now it is the the bear's turn, and, and hearing Grandma Tilly's uh, uh, command looks down at hope angrily then looks back 
and transforms back into the Viking warrior before you, uh, Hope. And, you know, with his bloodied wounds in his chest, uh, beyond his leather armor, he kneel, he, he takes a knee and kneels down before you. Uh, angrily, it looks like, but obeying Grandma Tilly. Um, then we're up to the elephant Rugrish as well, and she also transforms back from an elephant into orc form before you, Varel. And she also takes, he, she also very reluctantly throws, uh, well, she doesn't have a weapon, but throws her arms to her side and, and kneels down and says, We yield to the meats. And that brings us to Danielle, who's also Union has at spear point. Uh, Badass D is still out, and it's death saving throw time. I'm going to say that in the Arby's uh, drive-thru next time I'm in there. I'm going to say I yield to the meats when I get up there. That's one failure for Badass T's death saving throw. We're out of combat, right? Can I run over and try and stabilize him? I think that covers everyone. Yeah, we are now dropped out of combat. Unless Hope, you want to continue on, you'd be next. (laughs) Nope. All right. So Hope uh, lets down her arm a bit and uh, yields. And we're now out of combat. All right, Stanley's going to go stabilize Badass T. All right, so first things first, Stanley rushes over to Badass T and make your medicine check, please. Or, yeah, stabilization means they don't have to roll anymore. Right? Yeah, so, it would have been a 15, but... Okay, that's perfect. Yeah. You sort of, uh, you take a look at his wound and you start dressing the wound with the, the pack that you might have had from the, the ship and begin dressing up uh, the wound in order to stabilize him. Um, he, he He's unconscious at this point so his eyes just roll to the back of his head and that's all you kind of see from him but he's breathing okay through his mask <laughs> Grandma Tilly speaks up and says we yield to the great strength of your meats please we have lost two she, she on all fours kind of walks up towards Morton who's in a wear-bore form, and goes, It's just with great shame that we've lost Morton. He was a good man. He's now meat. And everyone, the room sort of hangs in silence for a bit. All right, let's gather around the fire again. We can fix everyone up, and then let's talk like we wanted to before all this happened. And, uh, okay, so, yeah, if everyone wants to get together uh, in the circle, so Union uh, lets go of um, Danielle, and Danielle begins limping back to his, his bed area next to you, Hope. Torbier takes his position, but not before coming back to help Grandma Tilly walk to her in her bed and he tucks her in and then Torbier begins collecting the corpses of uh, Zipti Ree and Morton and puts them beside the fire and takes out a knife and begins uh, planting his cuts of his former companions Rugrish uh, scowls at Varel <laughs> and then was walks a... why scowl it was an excellent battle Rugrish is about as emo uh, wear being as you've ever seen. She just scowls and walks by in a huff, having uh, 
the, the, the way the scowl is, is that you would think her belief is that she was going to beat you, but wasn't given enough time to do so. Stanley uh, will get Union's help on getting badass tea over to the remaining bed. Okay. Him down. Okay, perfect. Uh, she she comes and helps you bring badass tea and, and lies him down. Now, um, yeah, as something you notice as you bring him over uh, is that uh, there appears to be hair growing out of his mask. Grandma Tilly says, We have been bested here today. The meats were strong. Torbeer, we will show these new arrivals where they may find their own kind. Yes, I will do so. Torbier gets up and, you know, makes his way towards the door. He says, You mustn't stay. We cannot control our desire for the meats, and your meats are succulent to our teeth. Uh, that's fine, but why should we let you live? He doesn't have an answer for you. And Grandma Tilly speaks up and says, We are slaves to the meats. Well, then we should save you, yeah? There is no saving here, my dear. So is everyone just going to come back to life? Is that why you're going to cut them up? Uh, we will we will see that Zipti Ree and Morton are honored as meats for our nourishment. We do not slaughter our own, but you have bested them in combat. And thus they will not go to waste. And we will remember them as their strength courses through our bodies. Um, I have to ask, I'm noticing some strange patches of fur on our companion here. What exactly is happening to him? Ah, the bite... He has succumbed to the bite. He will look for the meats soon. The meats <laughs> will call to him. The bite. If we kill the one that bit him, will it stop? No, it is too late for him now. Perhaps you should leave him with us. Only his own kind will understand the meats. Stanley, did you have any questions? Hope asks very menacingly. I mean, right now we're at a place where we only see you pursuing us as a problem, and you're offering very little except to show us to our own kind. What exactly does that mean? What's down here? You are in Pentelvice. Those who find themselves here are cursed to an eternity within these bleak walls. Forbidden from dying we are. Forbidden from meats we are. Only to spend eternity 
in reflection for our sins escape is impossible we do not often get meats we wanted your meats we stay clear of the mages here we will take you to them the mages. and we will leave your meats alone is my understanding that magic doesn't work down here what mages are you talking about this is a place where beasts and creatures of great danger are kept but most of all mages wizards and all manner of practitioners of arcane arts are kept here their meats are lean but they are meats <sighs> so the, the one guy is Torbjorn is heading off to let us to lead us where we're going. Yeah, so Torbjorn, uh, you know, the least damaged, like Danielle's like super damaged. Uh, Rugrish is just, she's a non-cooperative individual, as you can see. She just goes back to her corner. Um, so him being the only sort of able-bodied person walks to the doorway, and whenever you're ready, we'll guide you, apparently, to your kind. Right, well, I'm going to start following him. What do you call this one? Grandma Tilly says of Bad Esty. He calls himself Bad Esty. Oh, what a strange name! But how how long is it going to take for this transformation to take hold? It's different for each one, but as he succumbs to his desire for meats. He will change. Stanley will look up at Hope. What do you think? If we take him, he could be a liability. As it is, we'd be dragging him out of here. Can he control it? You can always come back and find out. With time and training, he can control his transformation. About how much time? It is different for each one. He must align with his new nature. And you're willing to help him with that? We do not kill our own kind here. These are my rules. He is one of us now. All right. Here's what we do. We leave badass T in their care. They'll at least watch over him. When we go to leave, we can stop by and he can make up his own damn mind. Stanley looks around, sees if he's going to get any support with this idea. He will be in good care. I'm willing to let them live to try that out. 
All right. Marilyn Nash. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> Varel? Do you have an alternate plan? I wish to leave this room. It was a glorious combat. We should be joyous. Many animal people did fight this day, including me, and yet they choose to sulk. (laughs) All right. Sounds like we're as in agreement as we're going to be. To the rest of you... See to it that he's taken care of, that he understands what's going on, and that we receive a warm welcome when we return, because round two will not go so pleasantly as round one. Should you come across meats for us, we would be most grateful. Stanley just starts walking away, shaking his head. What guarantee do we have that you'll leave us alone in the future and you not set our own former person against us? We will remember the day that Zipti Ree and Morton died, and that you were the slayers of these of our companions. We may be, we may worship the meats, but we remember those of strength. Will you take any kind of meats, or just is it a certain? It has to be living human elf style meats, or what's the deal? Can we bring we you are like? Not- Animal. We are not choosy about the meats. We have not had meats in decades. You are the first meats to visit us. You see our dilemma. You may be wonderful human beings, but our desire for the meats is strong. We have not had meats in many years. We may end up having to bring them meat once in a while to ensure they keep their end of the deal. And then I will follow Stanley away. Would you leave your small meats with us? No. no. Referring, to the, referring to the rations. Stan- <laughs> Stanley, they want your penis. Ash would say. Uh, Torbier lets out a chuckle. Oh, good. Torbier thinks that's funny. I mean, our... I'm not leaving him my thing. No. They'll be okay. <laughs> they're like va- they're yeah. like vampires, right? They can they they'll live. They just be hungry. Yeah. So, what's your understanding from this place? Is that she said that they've been alive many years, but have not had food to eat. Yeah, they'll live in a little longer. <laughs> yeah, they're not in any danger of dying, as far as you can tell. Nash, Nash will say, you know, I'll if I can, I will I will bring you excess meats. When we when okay. we finished our, our, our great mission, assuming we save the world, you'll know we will because you won't be dead too, and then I'll bring you some meat. We are most grateful if you could bring us meats you find. Your friend, Badass T, would also be grateful, as he will have the hunger. How long does it take for him to get hungry? Well, it'll be soon enough. Well, if it's any consolation, you got the better version of Tedna. I'm still floating, by the way, and I would float away. Okay. 
All right. So, uh, yeah, the party then, <laughs> as you begin floating away, uh, Torbier then begins leaving the room of Varel as well. So everyone takes their exit apart from Badass T. Um, Torbier guides you out uh, through a series of passages. So he walks towards the back gate. He opens the gate. You make a left. And then you turn uh, towards a dead end where he goes up and um, and a brick wall sort of moves a piece of brick out, like just sort of turns it perpendicular as it juts out. And a piece of wall opens up uh, and he, then he pushes it open and he moves through a passageway. That narrow passageway then takes you into a great hallway as the party sort of moves and leaves behind him, uh, moves behind him. You move into a large uh, hallway. On either side of the hallway, you see more of those arcane golems you saw in the entranceway, lining as far as the eye can see on the left and right. Uh, down one end of the hallway, it looks like it leads to sort of a, a dead end that might move, well, T-junction that moves left and right. And the other part of the hallway moves to this large-looking like room, this like, dome-like room carved out of the stone. Torbier then says, we have made our home here. Many other denizens of Pentelweiss. Be wary. Do not reveal our location to others, please. We survive here. If you travel this way, and he points towards the, 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 the large room, large uh, cone room, a cone, domed room, and then make a left. You will find your kind there. Please, if you can, bring your friend meats. I have a quick, I'm very curious about one tiny question. Can you guys, if you ate each other, what would happen? We do not eat each other. Why is the, why is the, why does it stop there when your cravings are so strong? Grandma Tilly has civilized us to not feast on our own kind. That must be hard. We have lived here for hundreds of years. We have survived is, here together. Is badass T going to turn into a werebear like you, or is he? Is the animal kind of random? Um, who bit him? I think the bear. The bear. The bear. The bear. Yeah. The disease they call lycanthropy is passed on through the bite. He will most likely become the son, my son, my were son. A were son! <laughs> and I will be his were father. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because instead of howling at the moon going, I was going to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will well, take care I of my you, new son. Uh, I wish you good luck with that. <laughs> he could be a, a difficult one. We knew him when he was just a, a young Tedna. And uh, I think even you have your work cut out for you. Yeah, but you, starts- you can call him Badass Bear. That's pretty cool. Badass B. Yeah, Badass B. <laughs> Perhaps. We shall see. He, uh, he will have much to learn. 
Uh, he'll probably want to come looking for us, but keep him until he's ready or we get back, whichever comes first. We shall see what happens. The call of meats is strong. It's hard to know how his call will manifest. There's our title. I've been trying to make one this whole time. It's The Call of Meats is Strong. Thank you very much. <laughs> the Call of Meats is strong in you, Jedi. If there's nothing further, I will withdraw. And then he looks to the party one last time and says, Thank you for sparing us. Stanley just gives kind of a nod and looks in the direction they're going. All right, so he moves back into the hallway and closes the secret door. It just becomes a wall again. Um, now, because there's a sort of endless row of statues, the alcoves where the arcane golems are standing, um, it could easily be lost. So you have to make a little quick mental note that it's about, you know, 10 statues in from the main room so that you remember where it is. Now, so you're in a hallway. On one end of the hallway is, is like I said, a T-junction. And on the other end of the hallway is a large domed room. Dome-shaped room. It's about uh, either direction. You're looking at hundreds of feet of travel. And it's a very long, large archway uh, hall. Did he give any indication on which way we should be going? Yeah. Towards the dome, turn left. Well, it's as good as any direction, I would say. Might as well follow it. Unless we're looking to explore. But no. uh, if he says, look for your own kind, that's my hope would be. Tungsten Wheel would be among those. Ben Ford, I'm eager to remove myself from the sadness of these meat creatures. Okay, excellent. So you begin moving down this hallway towards the... Um, I'm going to do that so everyone's roll 20 works better. You begin moving down this hallway, uh, and on either side, passing by these large golems that are just standing erect, upright, looking down upon you, but unmoving. Um, you make your way past 10 or 20 of these statues. Uh, it's a long way down. And then you enter upon this room that is spherical in shape and has these statues... Um, all around the edge of the, the dome, the sphere shape of the room. In this room, there's, you know, exits in cardinal directions, the same as the one you came from, these large archways. One hit, you, you've come from the southern direction, uh, so there's a direction north, west, and east. And they both look like they move into hallways either way. Now, the one to the east looks like it's caved in somewhat, and there's a, there's a pile of rocks and stones sort of blocking the direction that way for the most part. Um, but north and the west, and left was the, west was the direction you were told to move in, are open. Uh, in the center of the room is a, is like a large raised um, sphere of flooring, and then you see in the center of this is an altar. Um, it's kind of this altar that's that's narrow and stone, and then moves up to this sort of panel. And in the panel, you see like some some circles etched, like like into the stone, like um, carved into the stone 
with uh, some sort of diamond-like, they're not diamond, but triangle uh, impression in the in the stone, where like you could fit something into it. Do we have something triangular already on us that we picked up somewhere? I don't think so. I don't either. I don't. I don't think we do. So we got to find whatever that is. All right. Well, I see no reason not to follow the path they gave to us. Go to the left. All right. You make your way down the left uh, direction. And again, walking past large statues of these golems uh, on either side, unmoving. And as you begin making your way down this hallway, you see torchlight uh, of some kind or some sort of light emanating from the end of the hallway at a T-junction, moving to the right. And then you hear sort of a voice echo out, and it says, Oh! Who goes there? Echoing through the the hallway. Just more denizens of Pentel Vice. Who goes there for you? You first! Identify yourselves! Very well. So he looks at Varel, who's usually the first to proclaim himself. I am Varel Rasphim Kurek, grand adventurer and defeater of the meat sad people. (laughs) Never heard of you. I. Tell me your name, so I might say I've never heard of you. Well, my name's Rolston. I've never heard of you. <laughs> Brutal. Got him. Yeah, him. <laughs> Take him down, man. There's a, there's a bit of quiet, and then a shout comes back and says, Mighty Chase, are you new here? Brand new. Right, well, I'm coming out. And then around the corner, holding a torch, is a man in a you know burlap robe. He walks down the hallway, eerily sort of looking at you guys. And he gets he gets within about you know sixty feet, something safe, and he says, "What are you doing around here?" He's got, like, long gray hair and a big gray shaggy beard. It looks he's, you know, older, in his 60s or so, wrinkly skin. Permission for honesty, everyone. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We are looking for Tungsten Wheel. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What was that? Who are you with? You collector? No, we couldn't register upstairs. So you, you're inmates? Well, elective. We haven't seen new inmates in quite a while. You know what's going on up there? Well, we met with the warden. He seemed like an insane fellow. Otherwise, it's been mostly quiet. Bunch of golems. Uh, no, no. Who brought you in? 
We did, electively. We are here to get someone. You brought yourselves in? Yeah, we jumped in the hole. Oh, uh, quite mad. They're in the right place, then. Uh, well, so, so you're new here. You have yes. to look at new newbies about you. Uh, all right, all right. Well, we'll give you... It's been quite a while since we had anyone new here. Um, follow me. I'll take you back to safety. And he turns around and begins walking back down the hallway. Safety is rarely safe, it seems, in this place. Let's all be on alert. Okay, so uh, do you follow, do you follow him? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you follow him down the hall, and he sort of he's about sixty feet out ahead of you. He doesn't look back at you at all. And as he gets to the corner, you see that there's two other uh, men, um, both with really long, shaggy hair and long beards, uh, and they're like sort of seems like they're they're seated, although they're standing up. There's like these seats next to this guard post, and there's this like this barricade, this makeshift barricade made out of desks and chairs. And, uh, you know, Rolston moves some of the desks and chairs and says, right, come in this way. Let's get in there. And the two other old men sort of like, look, look at you suspiciously. As you you proceed in walking past the desks, um, you walk down a bit of a hallway and then to your right, you move into this larger, what looks like um, it's a, you know, gray brick room. But there are these uh, tables and chairs all throughout the room. And there's about 60 to 70 people of various types of races and, uh, uh, you know, races and genders. And um, they're all dressed in the same sort of like these burlap clothes. They all have long hair. The men amongst them have beards or they look scraggly and old. And there's, uh, you know, candle. There's torches uh, in certain places. And everyone just seems to be either sitting at tables or, um, you know, just hanging about, sitting in corners of the room. Looks like a full-on general population prison of, like, free roam time. And then Rolston turns around to you and he says, Well, welcome to Pentelweiss. Um, you got a lot of equipment on you. Oh, I'd be careful with that. There's going to be a lot of people asking here for things. Um... So, uh, you know, we'll show you just some quarters. Uh, but this is... Hello, everyone. We've before, got some new... yeah. before he finishes, Stanley has already pulled out his megaphone, okay. clicked it on, and goes, Attention! Uh, sorry to interrupt everybody, but uh, we're here to receive Tungsten Wheel. If you are out there, we're looking for you. Please... Come see us. If you know where he is or have information, please come see us as well. We will make it worth your while. Okay. He clicks it off. As you, as you say that, uh, you see Yudion actually w- rushes out ahead of you and, and looks out amongst the crowd. And then um, a tall, slender elf with long white hair uh, stands up from one of the tables and looks over. And begins rushing over, and Union then runs out to her uncle, and then they rush out and hug one another, uh, sort of very dramatically in the middle of the room. And um, and, and it, clearly, this is tungsten wheel. Just immediately, you recognize the Elhandari trademark white, uh, you know, white platinum hair, 
and um, he, he looks to her and he says, you found me. I'm so glad you're here, Union. And Union just squeezes her uncle uh, dramatically and says, "This we have a new Selele Prime. You, you must meet him. And then they, they come over to you and Tungsten Wheel says... Before looks, they get there, while they're doing their embrace, the megaphone clicks back on and over everybody during their hug. Oh, you know what? Looks like we found him. He was here. We got him. No need to come see us. Mission accomplished. Thank you. Clicks off. <laughs> right. And so Tungsten approaches the part, uh, you know, looks looks at the folks here and says, so I'm not going to ask how you, you found me, but I'm glad you did. Seems like perhaps you got my note at the Bank of Burp. Yes? Yes, we did. Okay. Well, let's speak somewhere more privately. We'll go back to my quarters. It's not safe here amongst this, these folks. Uh, I imagine you'll have questions. And then so he walks towards, uh, there's an exit. There's a several exits in the room. Um, so uh, everyone's staring at you, the entire you know, 70 or more, maybe 100 like men and women in this room are, are all looking at you as you exit towards the door and enter this series of hallways where it looks like it's like prison bunks, right? So you go down these hallways and there's beds and like as you look in one room, there'd be like an old man in there going like, whoa, like giving you a what are you looking at face and like, you know, and then so uh, Tungsten brings you back to his room, which is this tiny ass room. And in that room, you see he's marked marked on the wall with like chalk, all these different equations and things upon the wall. And, um, you know, and there's all these parchment pieces of parchment and scrolls that he's written on and stuff all over the bed. And there's like a little like shitter in this room, like a little latrine hole. And, you know, there's also a water fountain in here and he, he goes in, he says, oh, all right, let's talk in here. And he sits down on the bed. Now, Rolston has been following behind you and he says, what are you speaking about in there? Tungsten, oh, it's We're good for everyone up. to know what's going on with these new folks. We need to catch up. He's an old friend. Right, but no one just shows up to pencil vice like a drop-in. It's a uh, prison. The rules times here. have changed, right? You said things are different. You're asking how things were different up above. This is the new thing. So please, I'm not going to ask you again. Oh, that's an intimidation roll now. You've crossed the intimidation line. I'm not going to ask you again. <laughs> My charisma's super bad. It's not an at one, but it's a three minus two, so it's a one. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> it's not going to be intimidated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he looks... No, it's not good. It's not polite to keep secrets in a prison like this. And as the unofficial magistrate of our populace... I think I should be included in what's being discussed here, Tungsten. Oh, I didn't realize we were hanging out with someone of political authority. My apologies. We are new here and we had no idea we were with someone so important. Why didn't you say so when we first met? I'm Ralston Beer, and I was elected. Never heard of you. Of course you haven't, fool. You just got here. Okay, well... I'm the elected representative of the peoples, the free peoples of Pentavice. 
Okay, well, here's what I have to say to you. From my group to your group. It's a pleasure to meet you. And unless you all have something to offer us in terms of uh, helping us get out of here or helping us reaccess magic within the prison or something useful, I believe you can do what the lady said and piss off. How impertinent. Well, Tungsten, we'll be calling a council meeting to decide what to do with you and your friends. If I were you, I would prepare those lips for a bit of arse-kissing as you try to make up for the insult that's been caused to me and the council today. We simply wish to be part of what's going on here, and it's not proper to keep secrets from your fellow inmates. Um, Might how I much remind time you? before this council meeting? <laughs> not much at all, little lady. And he, tur- he grabs up his, like, no, but an robe, hour, like a dress. three hours? How long? As you shout, he walks away in a huff, like, holding up his robes, like, <laughs> <laughs> showing his, like, old man legs. <laughs> and Tungsten says... Yes, we must discuss quickly. Um, questions, you might have them. Do you know much about this place? I mean, how much is there to really know about a prison? We need we need you. We need to get out of here. Ideally, we need a good plan and strategy for how exactly to do that. And um, magic. The magic. And off. magic. Magic's very the, important. You you are the Selele Prime. Uh, currently, yes. That is most momentous. We have not had one in since coming to Earth. And 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 who is he? And then Union says, you know, says this is Valir Onath, the son of Delit Onath. And his eyes go wide. It's an it's an honor to meet you, Valir. It is so comforting to know so many of our preparations have not been in vain and that you are here now before me. Yes, thank you. I'm very excited to meet myself, too. There is an urgency, I believe, that you had expressed, and I would like nothing more than to bask in my new role, but we got to get out of here first. uh, You must understand, Pentelvice is no ordinary prison for, for, for vagabonds and miscreants and things of that nature. It is a prison for mages. Everyone here is a practitioner of arcane arts that is being prevented from using his or her powers. Okay, so they crave nothing more than con- way. They, they crave nothing more than control. And we although, figure out a way to get him back. Watch. Watch this. See this sword? This is diplomacy. Parlay. Does the sword float out of its scabbard? Doesn't no. work. It's a magic sword. Normally, it would float, and it would be very uh, amazing. But they have arcane golems all around inside, working with no issue whatsoever, which means there has to be something that prevents them from being impacted where the rest of us are impacted. Now, Nash here, give a little float, Nash. 
I'll just lift up a little bit. Look at that. How is this possible? Exactly. Now, also, and I don't mean to alarm you too much, Nash, his heart is a magical artifact. In theory, second he walked in here, he should have died. So clearly there is some way for magical items, beings, properties to still carry on and still work just fine within this area. You're a smart person. That's why we're here for you. We just need to figure out what it is, get our magic back, get out, build the uh, the thing, the, the, the triangle of sphere, save the planet. We got it. Right. Um, I can answer that question about how it's how things are affected. It's a magical dampening field. Um, so things that exist of a magical nature in its form and existence remain unaffected, whereas things conjured from the arcane are not permitted, are denied. So that would roughly explain what's going on. But the collectors, we have not seen them, but hundreds I don't know. It was before my time, but apparently the collectors roamed these halls freely to interrogate, torture, and perform experiments upon the denizens here, uh, imprisoned here. And they had, um, it is said, they had rings which prevented uh, them from being affected by the, the magical dampening field. There's oh. many rumors about where to find such rings amongst the uh, denizens in here. But I myself have had my theories where we might be able to find some, but I've kept them to myself this whole time. As now you can see here, everyone, you have a lot of glorious equipment upon you. Everyone here will want to take them from you. Then we'll just kill everyone here. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> These aren't wide places where we can get surrounded. They would file into this room one by one, soon there would be a door of bodies. But that's murder. I've done a lot worse than that. It's his eyebrows go wide, so he doesn't. his countenance doesn't look like one that's easily given to killing people. Look, we're not rushing out there and saying let's stab every inmate in the prison, but we are capable and we will defend ourselves. And if need be, I will plant a lemon tree in the middle of this prison and fertilize it with the bodies of every being in here if it means getting you out. Lemon tree. Nice. Yeah. What, what, what does this lemon tree mean? Oh, it's a it's an, it basically it's... means they get to do things their way, which is a lot more violent than our way. I'll be honest with you, violence is not my way, but I was brought here in error. I don't know why I was found or how I was found, but I suspect betrayal was at the heart of it. Because I certainly do not belong amongst this kind, but I have no heart for violence. Betrayal do what you're from going to do. within Elhanda? It is, I've been gone for too long. I, I don't know what might have transpired, but someone would have had to reveal my location at Blastbelly Rock. The only people who knew about it were um, Vladimir and your father Dalit, as well as Grosjil and Monsoon. 
do you know these individuals? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one's my father, definitely. Yeah. One, right. <laughs> of course. One's here, but, isn't he? Yep. Grosjean's right there. Point at Varel. It could not have been Gro- I've, I've had many years to contemplate how I ended up here. It would not have been Grosjean. Uh, Monsoon would definitely not have been your within father. his uh, wheelhouse to betray people. And also, uh, would you say Vlad? Did we know his name? The principal's name was... Vlad, oh, some of you know. Say. I know for sure at least one of you do. I feel like I know. I just don't know how I know. Yeah, you probably weren't headphones off during it, but it would have been during Hope's uh, Team Evil. Uh, I thought Monsoon told us because Monsoon knew all these people yeah. and he he yeah. came yeah. and talked to us. Oh, I think yeah. we know through Monsoon. I mean, uh, Vladimir, whatever his name is, uh, he goes by the principal now and he's pretty much. Uh, the, the biggest dick we know and uh, <laughs> I would guess it was him well it certainly disrupted our plans in that in that way but whatever it takes to get out of here your world needs to be saved I agree so we gotta find rings and uh, figure out a way out of here. You said you had some theories? Yes. Um, I have not seen a collector since being thrown in here after a few years. My theory is something might have happened to the beings who run, uh, to the beings who in control of Pentelvice. We have not seen any guards, any collectors, there have not been calls for interrogations or tortures or and certainly even when the inmates have decided to kill one another there has been no intercession I suspect it's not a policy of the collectors to do this I think they may be defunct for in a in the other end of the prison we do not go there that's why we have guards set up at the exits of this place creatures have been allowed to run rampant throughout Pentelvice there is a creature in the northwestern, northeastern corner that's been rumored. It is a thing from beyond that has seized control of that corner of the Pentelvice. I've heard reports from people who ventured and survived from there that they think they saw a collector among, among its prey that it's captured. It's possible that this collector might have a ring still in its possession. But only one has lived to tell the tale of encountering the thing from beyond. And, well, he's not very coherent or, or, or sane anymore. So it's, it's hard to know for sure. But that would be the one lead I know. Well, it certainly would make sense if collectors walk these halls and there's a big nasty capable of killing them bodies would remain and uh seems to make sense to me let's say we go kill a beastie do you think we could share this information maybe get some help see if they'd go ahead wonder if the where people would help us if we brought them meat probably be more concerned what a group of mages might do if they get to that ring before we do 
Yes, we can't yeah. tell anyone about the existence of this ring. I've held this secret for 60 years. We shall not tell any one of these monsters. They are here for a proper reason. They are death lords, necromancers, the worst that the galaxy has ever seen. We cannot let them get into possession of any magic, or we will have a much harder time leaving ourselves. So why wouldn't we kill them? It's murder. It's wrong. But you just said they're the worst people. Well, they're in this prison for that reason. I assume, from from what I understand of the collectors, is there something of a security force for the worst of cosmic denizens? That evil mages and creatures are thrown here to be imprisoned, not murdered, eternally. For murdered mages return as liches and undead beings. It's much safer to have them rot in eternity in a, in a hole than to kill them outright. Hope will contemplate that. She did not realize. Our we best also uh, ran into the warden of this place. I don't know if he's always been the warden, but that's at least what he claims to be. And Stanley would describe him, um, that he had weird scars around his eye and seemed erratic, unwilling to listen. I've never met this warden. I was taken from my bed and burp, thrown into a hole, and then I walked down a hallway and thrown into another hole, and then I was here, without explanation, without anything. My one hope was that my message would get to you in time before my powers themselves were stripped. All right, well, look, I'm going to say that you continuing to live is pretty damn important to what we're trying to accomplish here. Do you think you can go with us and keep yourself safe, or do you think you need to remain behind? No, it is time to go. We must go. We cannot stay here, but I fear that our absence will not go unnoticed, and we risk being followed The beings here are treacherous. We will deal with that as it comes up. Um, and Stanley will look at Yunyan and say, Look, I know you're committed to being my bodyguard and all, but I'm not going to be Saleli Prime if we don't get your uncle here out of this place. So, eyes on him at all times. Top priority. Yes. My Salele. And she agrees, takes her place at her uncle's side. All right, well, let's go kill a vicious beastie that destroys everything in its path except for one crazy person with nothing more than magical pokey sticks and daggers. Hope will give Varel a big pat on the back. It's time, Varel. All right. Okay. Um, so uh, you make your you get up and, and, and um, Tungsten gathers up some papers and scrolls and stuffs them into his robes uh, as you guys make your way back out of the hallway and make your way to the main cafeteria room in this mage prison and as you make your way into the room a sort of semicircle of of uh, these inmates 
have formed, and now they circle around you and block your path. Um, Rolston, uh, you know, emerges from this crowd of people and looks to the party and says, We've had our meeting, yeah? Seems like um, we need to have a little bit of a talk before you get settled in here with us and know the rules of this place. Um, the council has spoken. And then, you know, echoing throughout various uh, people in the circle say, the council has spoken in sort of unison. It's come to our attention that you've brought various new goods with us on your trip here into this prison. And as a first matter of order, um, these items need to be cataloged and distributed for the collective good of those you'll be spending time with. Uh, So we ask now that you surrender them. Tungsten, ensure that these denizens who know you, uh, these, your friends of yours, surrender their goods willingly. I have brought no items with me, and I wish to be excused from this mighty bore. You, you shall not be excused. We need answers about what that eye is in your chest. What is it it's you bring there? It's not coming out. That is for the council to decide. You are now here amongst us. Your will is not your own. Your you welfare, for a man our welfare is a tide. Gentles. <laughs> Pardon me. My kick is mighty, sir, and you stand wide and weak. There are more of us than there are of you. Tungsten, command these people to surrender their goods immediately. Uh, Varel, just let us know when to start kicking. Oh, oh. And I, and I kind of bring my leg back. T- Tungsten walks up between <laughs> you two and he says, now, now, let there be no violence, please, everyone. And then Union sort of walks and says, uncle, step aside. Stanley will step forward and go, listen, I'm getting really sick of every single room in this prison turning into a massive dick swinging competition. You're all a bunch of magic nerds that got locked in a prison that prevents you from using the one thing that actually made you feel powerful. Unlike my companions here, who are more than capable of dispatching every single one of you with uh, relative ease, we'll say. Your continued existence in this prison is by our own grace, and I would recommend every single one of you politely back the f*** down. Oh, is, are there any magical effects with this, or is it just an intimidation r- roll to the room? <laughs> no, it's just an intimidation roll to the room. Do it. Oh, shit. It's a nine. <laughs> That was really good. Yeah, it was good. It was so good. It doesn't reflect the nine, so I'm giving you inspiration so you can roll. Do it. Immediately cash in the inspiration. Uh, Oh, where is it? I'm so excited. I get to roll it again. I can't find it. Make it a big roll. There it is. Shit. It's a 16. It's better. Okay. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. So the the room. uh, you know, all the, the like. You look as you say this. You look out in the room, and they, you know, you see there's there's um, mainly humans, but there are dwarves, elves. There's strange races you've never seen before, and and they're all like overgrown. You know, they, the room smells like just massive amounts of bo as well, and and you know, they all sort of part back, and someone says, "Rolston, we'll have to find. Uh, they, they they appear dangerous." We'll have to figure another way out for them to yield to the council. 
Rolston looks defiant uh, as the rest of the room begins to become intimidated and, and disperse and make a passage for you. Rolston stands still before you and says, I, I've been elected to council for a reason. You should not defy the council. I am its leader. Respect and order must be maintained here. I'll tell you what, Ralston, in the spirit of good faith, I'll show you one of our magic items right now. Stanley will reach into the bag and he will take one of the, and I'm sure it doesn't work. That's not his intent. Um, Elhandari empathy grenades that he has and hand it to Varel and say, why don't you make him real acquainted with that? And give Varel kind of a knowing wink. Hmm. And I'd like to just bop him on the head with it. (laughs) (laughs) Make make an attack roll. (laughs) A 21. All right, so hit roll your damage dice. This would be an improvised weapon. Yeah. No, no, it's a, it's a blunt, it's a mace. Roll it like a mace. It's a, oh, okay, it's a full sweet. one. I think a mace is 1d6 bludgeoning. Cool. All right. Six points of bludgeoning damage. All right. You thwack him on the head and he falls over in a lump. Poof. This falls over right to the ground. And then there's a, there's a sort of silence throughout the room. And a passage, you know, passage amongst the people uh, opens up for you to continue your way through. The rest of the room won't block you. All right. There's a, there's a lot of whispering. Casually step over the body. Keep going. <laughs> Just walk. Does he yeah. have shoes on? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. As you walk past everyone, you sort of hear whispering, but it's hard to make out the words. It, but you do hear a. Tungsten better watch his back. And don't come back! You hear sort of some, from some cowardly person yelling from the back. There's, there's a lot of plotting going on as you make your way through the room and exit back out into the main hallway. And I think that's where we leave it for today. That's a that's good spot right there. Spot. Yeah, pretty good spot. You bopped a helpless mage in the head and showed him who's the alpha. Yeah, <laughs> got, some, got a got a sweet swear out of Stanley. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Watch out, everybody. Stanley's got the goods. Uh, there you go. Then that's uh, going to do it for today's session. We hope you all enjoyed yourselves. And a reminder that you can support this show with your dollars. Yeah, that's right. Not gold in a fake world, but real money in this one. And you can do that by going to therewillbedungeons.com, Click on the support link. And Bob's your uncle. You're in. It's super easy, and we'd love to have you. So head on over there now and take care of it. There's also ways to contact us. If you have questions for us for our big Q&A episodes, all that sort of stuff, uh, you can find it at therewillbedungeons.com, and we would love it if you did. Big thanks to everybody who joined us live. Everybody at home, we love you too. We hope you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. And my brain is like, oh, f***. <laughs> <laughs>